Hello everybody and welcome to Love Unlocks Live Sessions. It's so great to have you again. I can see all the regulars are here. I welcome. It's great to see you guys. And for those who are logging on for the first time, uh, Love Unlocks is an online live stream program where I chat to some awesome people that have had an impact on my life and, and many other people's lives. And we try to get to those amazing stories of how God's love has unlocked their lives. And it's uh, brought to you by our ministry called Love Key. And Love Key, the focus we have at, at our ministry is to minister wholeness to families and unity to the body of Christ. Because we really believe that a healthy nation is built upon healthy families. And this is one of the ways that we are trying to bring a message of hope and encouragement and inspiration. And uh, so some of the people that we get on the show, you will know from, from their own platforms and, and fame. Others you may not know as well, um, but it's, it's, that's part of what I think is so cool is it's people that I know that, are, that have made an impact on my life and, and I know many others as well. And, and I want to bring those stories to you guys. And uh, today we uh, have the privilege of speaking to an amazing man called Kubis van der Berg. He, uh, I worked with him on a couple of on a movie, and uh, we've we've become friends. We I did Moirafir with their uh, production company called Carplant Films, and uh, they are an amazing company. They've done some really great work. They are currently they've they're working on a, well, a movie is out of there. It's called Stad that you, is available on box office, and uh, you, there you can see some pics of me and him and my wife. Um, and uh, him with his beautiful wife, Gerdi. And uh, I would like to welcome the, a producer, a businessman, and a great friend, Kubis van der Berg, all the way from Durbanville. Say hello, Kubis. Thank you, Hans. It's indeed a privilege to be at uh, this afternoon. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the chat. Thank you so much. It's great to have you here. Thank you for making the time. Um, I know that you have to do other things in Kleinmont. I know it's a very busy town. You know, there's lots happening there. Uh, <laughs> but No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's one of the places we've had such great kayers is at your beautiful home there. And uh, I, I know you have to head back there. But thanks for making time for us. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I want to know what you are up to right now. I know that you guys produce TV, you produce movies, um, you've, you've got lodges that are standing empty right now because of the lockdown. Um, what, is, what is keeping you busy at the moment? Yeah, I, I am actually busier than ever. You know, people wow. will say, okay, if you built, how many jigsaw puzzles did you uh, build? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're catching, probably catching up on this. You know, I thought, you know, I, because I'm, I collect vintage cars, so I thought, well, okay, I'm going to use this time to, to spend time on my cars. I haven't touched one of them yet wow. because I haven't had time. And it's basically, you know, in the first, you know, we were on the farm the first five weeks of, of lockdown. Mm. And we've got a beautiful farm just outside, outshoring near the Kango Caves. Nice. The, so it was not, it was actually not fair. We were not in lockdown because you... <laughs> <laughs> But God blessed us, two of my children and my son-in-law uh, were with us. So we had such amazing family time. And, and, and the one morning, um, somebody was uh, sort of um, started a project where he says he's running kilometers, uh, 21 kilometers around his house to, uh, co to collect money for people in need. And I thought, well, we have no excuse. We're on a, on a farm. So... Yeah. One morning, myself and my daughter and my son-in-law ran to the Kango Caves and back, hour 21, 
and 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 we we uh, we collected a handsome amount for for people in need. I mean, because you've got so many people in lockdown who really live from the hand to the mouth. Wow. You know, dependent on their on their wage or their salary. You know, that's just not getting any. You know, so. Uh, and then obviously all in that time, you know, we've got 70 people that's working for us. You know, I try to access every fund available, uh, the UIF and all of, all of that, you know, to just try and support, uh, yeah. support our staff. Sure. It must have been a, a difficult you know, time for, as a business owner and, you know, be, having that responsibility. I've, I've got a couple of friends who have stores and companies they run that um you know have products that need to go out but that it can't do that anymore and uh, i know it's it's been really difficult what has your approach been to to just trying to keep the 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 boats afloat the the separate ones you're running now well uh you know with you know when i realized because i you know it took me a week to realize that that we might not be able to get uh, a foreign uh, um tourists into the country before the end of the year and maybe even next year yeah so, uh, and there's no way that we you can you can keep on paying 70 staff, um, you know, with no income. Yeah. And income. So we realised we had to. I mean, we've got a farm, so we've got land, so we can because we have a big vegetable patch there. The restaurant on the farm make use of that. So and and we were able to make up uh, you know parcels or, or hampers with with uh, vegetables and stuff then i realized okay we have to plant we have to start planting now like never before but the frustration of the first three weeks uh, you couldn't get as uh, seedlings or saplings oh wow of course sure frustration levels were were so high but yeah we managed to plant every bit that we could that there's enough water for We've planted so at least we can feed some of the staff, you know, if, if nothing else. That's amazing. What a great idea. And I think that's something that I'm seeing a lot is, is people's ability to adapt to difficult circumstances. And I think, you know, some people I've seen, they, they kind of give up, they lose hope, they don't even try, or they just, you know, they're in such a hole uh, mentally maybe that they, don't, they think there's no hope. Uh, but then you see other people actually come alive in a way in times like this and, I, and I, I think that's great it also hopefully gives people ideas of how they can make the best out of this situation and uh, I think that's great well done sorry the thing is if you allow fear to, to take hold of you then you, you you incapacitate you know you can't think clearly you cannot make plans yeah. you know because fear robs you from all your creativity and sure. uh, I always say, just don't get fearful. Doesn't matter how dark it is. The moment you become fearful, you're numb. You, you you're unable to do what or use the talents that God that God has given you. That's amazing. Uh, can I ask you a tough question? How, how do you not fall into that trap of of being of, of being so fearful that you're stuck? Yeah, well, it happens. And I mean, the the first three weeks, I was not like all positive like I'm now, you know, <laughs> I had the dark days, but I've yeah. got a wife, you know, I've got an amazing, amazing praying wife, you know, so she, I mean, I can count the days in these, I, I, where are you, we now, 70 days, I think I can count the days where she, she was down on my one hand. Sure. So, I mean, she's a praying wife and, uh, and that's the thing, you know, to really, really remind yourself, you know, and I'll, I'll keep on telling people, you know, if, God doesn't come through for us now. It will be the first time. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the past, so many times, I'm a businessman. I've started with nothing. I had no 
big uh, uh, inheritance, you know, that I could build my businesses on. You know, I had to start from scratch. And God has always, always, always come through. So why would he not do it now? That's amazing. And you've told us some of those stories of how you've actually lost everything more than once, right? More than once. I've actually... Let's say two and a half times. Uh, I always, <laughs> it's probably two and a half times because the last time was a lot easier and I was a lot more prepared. But let's say twice, you know, I had to start from scratch with nothing, you know, a lot of knowledge, obviously yeah. experience, but literally with nothing, you know. Yeah, for people out there that are businessmen, entrepreneurs, thinking of starting something based on that experience, what advice would you which you have for them in, in starting from scratch or starting again after f having a failure? I, I have forgotten what it feels like to start, <laughs> to start from scratch, <laughs> but I can tell you how to start after you've lost everything. You get up as soon as possible, wipe your tears, blow your nose, and, you know, and be ready for the next, uh, next thing, whatever that may be. You know? And that's where you have to trust God because yeah. it's not seen. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, often there's no plans. I mean, you know, in good times, you're sort of like, yeah, I wish I can do this and that. And you've always got a lot of plans. And the, the moment, you know, you, you, rock, uh, you, you hit rock bottom, then all those plans are out the window. You yeah. can't remember any of, of those good ideas that you had. So and that's to say focus and, and look at God and trust Him. Um, there's no other way. Sure. And that's kind of how this year has been. You know, we, I think we all had big plans for 2020 and then, you know, 2020 had other plans <laughs> and it's been, it's been adapt or die. It's really been what it is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Our backup, backup plan was, uh, was obviously the movie business. Uh, and then soon we realized, okay, that's also not going to happen. We cannot release uh, Request Start because in a bit, it was due to be released on the 5th of June. Wow. And then soon we realized, okay, that's not going to happen. I mean, there will still be a lockdown. Um, so we'll have to find another way. Uh, Arnold Fosler was, was about to come over. It's his birthday in this month. Wow. Uh, so he, was, he wanted to be here with his birthday. We were planning a sort of a countrywide tour with the movie. Oh, man. His wife was coming with, so we were going to show her our beautiful country. She hasn't seen a lot of it yet. And he wants, to, he wants us to convince her this, this is the place to stay. He <laughs> wants to buy property here. It's a good plan. In, stay in South Africa for six months of the year. So that couldn't happen. Oh, and man. Anything we could do was to say, okay, let's go straight to TV. And uh, obviously, uh, DSTV, uh, they were very keen. But, uh, you know, obviously, you, you'd wipe out a whole, uh, whole platform of income. You yeah. know, that, that's not there anymore. Just for people that don't know how the movie industry works, I think this is important for people to know. Because I've been part of a project that you guys did, and I heard this talk of the importance of the first weekend. Can you maybe just for those who don't know how the business works, just explain yeah. the importance so, of that and how? Because then they will maybe realize how big it was that you couldn't do that for Grikwastad. Yeah. So the first, you know, when you release a, a, a movie into theaters, the opening weekend is the most important two, three days of that movie's life because that determines uh, how long the cinemas will keep it on circuit. And, uh, you know, and, and what marketing will be spent, you know, so if it's a bad opening weekend, they, they sort of already, 
you know, the, the, the writing is on the wall. It's not going to fly. They're not going to spend more print and marketing on it. And, uh, and, there's, and, and there's very little word of mouth. So, yeah, that is always people all, all often say, no, we'll go and watch it. Please watch it the opening weekend. Yeah. Don't yeah, I mean, we have to support local films, and that's the best way we can support local films is by going the first weekend as as much of us as possible. I remember with when we launched Muerafir, we had a double whammy of negativity because it, it ended up being the same weekend as Fifty Shades of Grey releasing, yep. and there was uh, power outages. Yeah, the, we had load the, shedding. The first weekend was the biggest load shedding this country has ever seen. Yeah, and of the I think 52 uh, malls had no electricity so you can and then the second weekend they all tried to make up their losses and and 50 shades of gray came out and what did they do they put 50 shades of gray in all the cinemas in a complex oh. you know that to make up the losses <laughs> yes. and and by the third week they started to take it off and they said that's not making money you know uh. so, well, then you had that fight of it could not make money. It had no opportunity to yeah, make Yeah, it was just, oh, the timing was so, so that's, I mean, that's how you see it. It's, it's so important for that to to happen. Oh, that's a tough industry, man. I think people, you know, being in the music industry, having dabbled a little bit in the movie industry and TV, I, I you're, every time you, you step into a different industry and you actually see what happens behind the scenes, you go, oh, okay, I actually had no idea. And you have a new respect for the risk and the hard work and the difficult things behind it. Because, you know, it's easy to look at an industry that you don't know from the outside and go, oh, well, they should do this and they should do that. And, oh, it can't be that hard. And then, but when you get into it, you know, because <laughs> you've, you've been a businessman, you've got lodges that you run, you went into the film industry, and now you're apparently a farmer as well. <laughs> <with you. laughs> so, you... You, you know, you're not afraid of trying your hand at different things. Um, what, what is, is that some, something you've always just done? Like, you know, doing what your hand vindt om to do, this of the Afrikaans setting. Or is it something I, that kind of came with experience? Yeah, great minds think like I exactly wanted to use those same words. Because, you know, that's often what I tell people when they say, okay, they've lost their business. I said, okay, you know, tell me about, you know, your, where you are at now, you know, yeah. and let's try and identify an opportunity, you know, that, that can spark it, you know, and maybe that's not it, but it can lead you across a path, mm. you know, you know, that will lead you to something else that you actually never thought of, you know, and that's, that's, you, you, you have to think out the box, you know, and, and, I, and I know it's easier said than done, mm. but I really, really talk from experience when I say, okay, we're down and out, What's next? I've got no money left. I don't have, I don't have uh, money for food for, 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 for this week. So, so now it's time to trust God and think out of the box and, and, and you look at opportunities just in a complete, complete different way. And, and I can attest to that because we had to do that as well. I, I have mentioned this before. So for those who haven't heard it, you know, sorry for repeating the story, but I think it's relevant. You know, we also went into this lockdown you know, my wife and I, a big part of what she does, and obviously mostly what I do, has to do with people gathering. And uh, <laughs> when they can't gather, suddenly I didn't have any events, any shows, everything had to be canceled or postponed. And uh, it was it was a big shock. And, and we were also, for two weeks, we ran around like, ah, what are we going to do? You know, 
freaking out. And, and then we had a moment where we're like, okay, this is not constructive. We need to, this is going to be our reality for a while. So what are we going to do? And we did what you said now. We, we prayed, asked for wisdom. And then, you know, same thing happened that has happened before in our lives. It's, it, you get that gentle whisper of God just going, what do you have? that I can multiply, you know, it's the bread and the fish principle. Yeah. And, and we, we looked around and we made some plans. We had some access to, to gear and stuff. And, uh, you know, I didn't do what I do full time, but I have dabbled, you know, in video production and stuff like that. And, and we put my wife's online course and that stuff together. And then we, we, we launched a special, a special, and that has been carrying us, you know, that whole, side of the business and and i've been doing other stuff and it's just you have to adapt um and and thank god that he has blessed that and helped us but it, it starts with like you say you know pick yourself up dry off your eyes <laughs> and and say okay god what do i do now and then we i think the big thing then is to listen and to be obedient uh, that's that's been a pattern we've seen is very very successful so yeah beautiful um, I would love to um, to find out a bit more about your your beautiful wife and your kids. Um, can you tell us when you think of Gaddy, what's the what's the first word that pops into your mind? And, and then I want you to do the same for your for your kids as well. Well, Gaddy is selfless. She's the most selfless person I know. Uh, you know, she other people always, always, always come first. A husband and her, her children always come first. You know, so uh, I mean, she will do things that she hates just because she knows. <laughs> sure. Uh, which is sometimes a problem. You know, sometimes I, I I actually want her to be more selfish, but I mean, she 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 cannot she cannot be there. Wow, you want to protect her from herself, actually. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. know, she give her last dime away. She will give her last bit of time away. Um, you know. So she's the most selfless person that I know. Wow, amazing. She also wrote a book, I think she brought out last year or the year before. Um, We're busy with her second one now that oh, she's cool. in lockdown. Yeah, Ye Kan Anna, and, and it did very well, you know, and I think it changed a lot of lives. Mm. A lot of uh, um, prayer groups that, that use it as a study, you know, their study book. Awesome. Uh, and it, it, it really did well, and, you know, I'm so proud of her. And yeah, so she's busy with the second one now. There's obviously areas that she wants to sort of uh, put a lot more focus on in, in from book one. Um, yeah, so I don't know exactly when she'll be finished with it. Uh, she's, as we speak, I mean, today is a, is a busy day for her. She also online still see clients, you know, for counseling. And uh, she's been busy, you know. At one stage, I said to her, okay, you're the breadwinner again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> That's amazing. It's it's awesome to be to have a wife like that. That is, you know, loves to be productive, helping people at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah, and I can I can say from my experience that she's an amazing cook. Oh my word, the food she makes is ridiculous. She will not agree with you, but thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, she feels that cooking is not one of her strengths. So whenever we wow. invite. But she wants me to cook, you know. So, okay. but I think she can cook. Uh, yeah, she can definitely. Uh, and your your children, you've got a, you've got twins. Yeah. yeah, I've got Christian and Lorraine. They're twins. They're twenty six. Uh, Christian today, today as we sit here, seven years ago, he was in a quad bike accident uh, where sure. he 
uh, his leg was vergrijs. Uh, what is vergrijs in Engels? Um, um, severely damaged is what I can think of right now. But no, it, it, it actually turned around the axle of the. It was crushed. It was crushed. It, it, it turned around the axle of this flippant quad bike. Mm. And uh, so he was flying, uh, flown in from a uh, from a, a farm on uh, Victoria West uh, to to Cape Town, um, and apparently, well, not apparently, but uh, you know, if 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 bone is not covered by tissue for longer than eleven hours, it actually dies. You mm. cannot revive it again. So they pushed him in theater, into theatre on the eleventh hour, physically, um, literally on the eleventh hour. So. So, but that became a great testimony, you know, because for months it was sort of like they're going to amputate the leg, they're going to, you know, maybe we've got a fighting chance. But God has changed that or, or, or turned that around so beautifully. He, uh, he used that as a big testimony whenever he speaks to people. I mean, churches and so have, in, uh, have invited him. And when he got married three years ago, him and his, um, his best man, did a flash mob dance for the bride. That was so you know? cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it already had six million views on YouTube. Yeah, it went viral, sure. So and and then he could use that to say, okay, but guys, there's a backstory to this, you know, where God has just amazingly, amazingly, you know, came through for him and 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 healed that leg. Uh, and so I mean good. that's a for another day how it happened, you know, because it was physically impossible, but it happened. Mm. So uh yeah, and Lorraine, his, his twin sister, they're complete opposites. <laughs> you know, a, a, a harder worker. I mean, again, now we spent seven weeks in, in, in lockdown. Um, and, you know, I have never seen a harder worker than Lorraine, you know, in terms of like, she will give not 100%, she will give 200%. Sure. Um, so, um, she, after, after matric, she went to France for a year. And... Uh, you know, I mean, she's got a story, you know, that, that there's one for the books, actually, what happened to her. But she, eventually she ended up with, with one of the directors of the Chanel uh, uh, cosmetics company. Well, it's not only cosmetics, but Chanel is a... And he then said, okay, but once you've studied, finished your studies, please come back and come and do a, 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 a internal, be an intern at Chanel for another year. Yeah. Which then that and that really launched her into a career in South Africa, um, and you know at that point you know I was sort of very skeptical and I said okay well I know how this will turn out you will not come back you know you will go and uh, I know how it works you know you'll <laughs> enjoy it and then they will offer you a job and then you'll say oh, it's just for another year Dad let let's just yeah. you know, just write this wave out, and then and then in that year you'll you'll meet a, a Frenchman, and then it's <laughs> so, so fortunately it didn't happen that way. Okay, so okay. That year, and uh, and yeah, she uh, she's she's working in Cape Town. Um, yeah, and then youngest is Llewellyn. He's a he's a, and he's part of of our story. Our God came through for us this time. He when lockdown started. Uh, He's studying industrial engineering his second year in, on Stellenbosch, in Stellenbosch. And, uh, well, when it started, they only started with on online classes, I think, three weeks into lockdown. So the first three weeks, he had literally nothing to do. So he then registered for a, a, a course online to help him to, to, to write an algorithm for forex trading. Mm. So, I mean, like he started like early in the morning and you had to really like, 
you know, get him away from 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 the laptop at night when when we when when we light the fire to say, okay, come and help now because he was on this app like you cannot believe it. Eventually, he started running virtual money, and it sparked my interest. And listen, I'm a you know even though I'm you know accountant uh, I I'm a right brainer so you know to, 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 to introduce me to stocks and stuff like that it's just not my my field of interest so when he started with this forex I, I had you know I, I mean he sort of forced me to take an interest in it and it was very interesting to see how he's developing it building in stock losses uh, stop losses and that sort of thing and then eventually I said, wow, but this is actually interesting. And then, you know, I started investigating, but where, where can I do this sort of in reality? And that's what I'm doing now, you know, until the lodge is open, I'm trading in Forex. Wow. And it's so much fun. <clears throat> and I, I think I'm busy making up my salary, you know. So, wow, uh, that's amazing. That, that app that he started, you know, algorithm that he started writing, I'm not using that, but it inspired me because he says it's a two, three year development and I can see why, because now that I run it uh, parallel to, to what's happening in the real world, I can see, you know, every now and again he takes a knock on his and, you know, and then, okay, obviously he bolts in what what's needed to, to make sure that doesn't happen, but it's a science in its own, you know, and wow. it's a whole new world that opened to me. Sure. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And then, uh, when, when it comes to your, okay, I'm going to ask that a bit later. First, I, I would love to, one of the main reasons for this program is to, to hear people's stories of how, of how God unlocked their lives. And uh, I, I know from you know, my own experience that that moment when, when he, you move from knowing about God to knowing Him personally, there's something amazing that happens. Um, and I would love to just hear your story uh, about how that happened for you. Yes, I was my first year university when that happened, and uh, God, thank God that happened then because I probably would, would have been a mess if it didn't happen then. Because <laughs> I left, you know, the year after that I moved to Hillbrow. Uh, wow. You know, or, or no, not, not the year after that. When I finished my studies and at, you know at Poch, I moved to Hillbrow. And, uh, yeah, I worked in Johannesburg, and if I wasn't saved, you know, though, back back in the day, Hillbrow was the vibrant, um, you know, sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the epicenter of, of, of fun and uh, and probably drugs and sex and what have you. It was not the, the rundown mm. slump that is today. It yeah. was some. It was like nightclubs and and that sort of thing. And, and because I was saved, I obviously looked at everything in a different, you know, I did not live, definitely not, but I looked at everything from, from a different point of view. And, uh, you know, um, so, so and, and that year was probably the year where, you know, because, you know, when you just, when you just saved, you, you've got your, your first love is so tremendous and your the the passion that you have in and especially if you're that that young i mean 21 how old was i 21 22 you know you're so passionate about god and what and how he's changed your life and what what he's doing and 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 the revelations i mean i didn't i, I grew up in a in a christian home but you know it was sort of like you go to church if you feel like it and you pray you know uh, you know at dinner when you feel like it and uh and, and that's it, you know, I've never actually, you know, like a light on, yes, but in, like in my, my years growing up, I've never seen my parents praying or, or reading the Bible really, you know. Um, so, um, 
So obviously, I had to to sort of sort of re or invent my own way of 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 serving God, you know. And um, sorry, was, Gubas, can you tell us that you say there was this moment when you were twenty one? Um, what what actually happened for that shift to take place? It was a girlfriend. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> she took me to church because I mean, I mean, we 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 knew one another from school, and then she got saved, and uh, and, and we actually broke up. But you know, we we sort of still had the, you know connected from time to time, and then she found me and said, "Listen, yeah, I I, I want to reconnect," and uh, but. Yeah, and then we reconnect, and, they say, and and the next the next step was okay. Well, you also know coming with us to church, and that very night, that very first night, and maybe you know afterwards I thought about it. May was it to please her, but it was not. I was so sincere, you know, because God spoke to me in such a, an amazing way, and sure. uh, and 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 even like when I was in Sunday seven, I sort of the, for the first time at the Kaya R. Gave my heart to God, but you know it was sort of like I mean, I probably lasted for two months, you know, and it was all over. But then God made a promise that you know, and, and I always remember that that I saw you know, you'll never you'll never leave you out, let you out of His sight again, you know. Yeah. And, it, and that night, I you know, I reminded myself, God reminded me of those words. I'll never. Uh, allow you to go out of my sight ever again, and so and I thought, okay, well, God, I'm back, and and since then, I mean, I've never had, you know, it, it, it was it's, since then, and I mean, I was like probably like 21, 22 at the time, you know, I've been serving God, and and He's revealed Himself so many times to me, you know, when and in in our industry, so often you get to meet atheists, you know, and I always maintain I don't have that that amount of faith. You know, <laughs> yeah. nothing. You know, don't have that. You know, I I really take my hats off to say, okay, I, you know, I don't have that faith. So God is actually, you know, and people often say it's a crutch. Yeah, it's a it's a crutch when you need it to be a crutch. It's a it's 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 everything that you always need and everything that you always want and everything that that makes you what you are. You know, so. If it's if it's a crutch, then I'm fine. I'm fine. Let, then let it be. Sure. At at what at what point did you and Gary uh, Gary meet? Um, obviously, it was after you you were saved. I'm guessing. And was she saved as well? And then you guys met and ex yeah. explain to us how that happened. How you guys uh, yeah, fell so in love? For me, it was almost like uh, love with the first sight. Aww. I went. I went to campus. <laughs> Crusade uh, 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 breakfast the, the one morning in okay. Vienna, you know. So it was sort of like you know, it's, I, I, and I think Danny Jordan was the guest speaker, um, giving his life testimony. And I went to this campus crusade. I mean, everything. I mean, I cannot tell you how radical I was. I got rid of all my seven singles. I got rid of <laughs> like, you know everything that Brandy CDs. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Sort of like. On, on hindsight, yes, I, you know, but at that point in time, I always say at that point in time, that's what I felt God was asking yeah, from, yeah. you know, I was okay doing it. Yeah. My it was completely over the top, doesn't matter, you know, that's what I needed at that point. So, so, and I went to, like, every weekend was sort of like, okay, 
what gospel show can I go to? What you know? What sermon can I go to? What you know? Whatever. So that morning was a was a. So I actually also went with an ex girlfriend. We were just friends. We sort of broke up, but you know, we stayed friends. And she wanted to try again, so we went. And and then Gaddy and her parents were there, and okay. she me and say, okay, this is a friend from Varsity. And I thought, oh my word, I like very <laughs> much, you know. And uh, but then only a month later, I really sort of like got to know her, and then it was quick. I mean, like from that time, at six months later, we were married. You know, I uh, whoa, I went, that's amazing. I was involved in a in a ministry in in in, in White River, Elian uh, Elian Ministries, Francois uh, Francois de Toué. Yeah. So, so they had a, a ministry, a youth ministry. So I used to go there over weekends from from Funnebale Park, where I lived, where I grew up. So, um, um, so then that, the, the second time I met Gary, I said, "Okay, I want you to go to to, to White River for, uh, with me for the weekend." And uh, yeah, and we went, and it was sort of like we hardly knew one another. It was sort of like uh, I found her and said, "Listen, yeah, uh, I actually." Had to, you know, to get hold of her, I had to find the Hatfield pastor's wife because I then, you know, the second time I saw her, I saw her with a friend that I knew she was in Hatfield Church. So I found the Hatfield pastor's wife and I said, listen, yeah, there's a, there's a girl and I described her in your church because I couldn't remember her name because <laughs> it's a difficult name. But it's, and I didn't want to ask my friend, you know, because it was too obvious that, you know, I've, you know, I've, I'm not interested in anymore and, you know, I'm interested in this girl. And uh, mm. so she, Gaddy, I said, that's the one. So she gave me a number, but then phoned Gaddy to say, listen, yeah, this guy is going to phone. <laughs> it's not your cup of tea, but I got <laughs> Oh, no. So, gave her a heads up. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So we invited. They were obviously invited to our wedding. So, and I, I, I used that in my speech. That have is to. this cup of tea there? You, know? you have to. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. Sweet, yeah, yeah. sweet revenge. And <laughs> I remember Gaddy and I could like the first couple of months we could talk about nothing else and God's grace and what He's done in our lives. Sure. And how He has changed us and mm. and, and 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 you know it was wow. just. So I think we've laid a foundation there that that foundation will be there forever and ever and ever and ever, you know, in terms of our relationship and how we view one another. That's awesome. For us, it's, we're very passionate about, about marriage, family, really believe it's God's plan for a nation, for the world. And that's why I wanted to chat to you because we've, we've been so blessed by chatting to you guys about marriage, about raising children. And uh, so with that foundation of knowing Jesus and your wife knowing Jesus, you guys meeting, um, how did you, you know, looking back on your marriage, what, what are the maybe three, four main things you can, you can tell, you know, younger married couples today, or maybe even people that are engaged that, that you would say, these are like golden rules to, to try and live by, to build, have foundations for your marriage what would you say about that i probably learned the most from my wife you know in terms of you know how tuned in are you to one another mm. you know you know if i want to do something i mean and she's like that when she wants to do something her first thought will, but what will how what will i think about it what will i say sure and i think we've sort of like 
think I think we we good at that, you know, where we consider one another all the time, you know, where where you don't take things for granted. And I'm 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 the guilty one here that will sometimes still sort of like not always take into consideration. But I think in general, in the bigger scheme of things, that's our one number one thing to do. You know, is always always to consider one another. So good. And to, to, you know, because if you don't have, have that, that's a lack, lack of respect. Mm. And that's uh, sort of like, you know, you can easily kill, you know, distinguish, uh, the, you know, uh, extinguish that little fire of love by just disregarding me all the time, you mm. know. And once once won't, won't do it, twice won't do it, maybe a three times, you know, a third time will be okay. But before you know, these, these, the flame is dead. Because you've disregarded one another so many times, you know, and I'm also because I'm, I'm a I'm a choleric type of personality, you know, I'll fly into a thing and 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 not always consider people's feelings, you mm. know, yeah. and you know, you know, so you have to be tuned in on that all the time, you know, to say, okay, I, I know what my weaknesses are, so I constantly work on my weaknesses and to make sure that my and she also knows it and she knows my heart. And uh, and and to know that you know so to to know one another, I think is the most is the second most important thing to really re know my heart. Because if you know my heart, then even if I if even if I say a harsh word, you will know I don't mean it. So make effort to get to know one another. And that doesn't mean it gives me the right, you know, to to use harsh, harsh words or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at least, you know, if we can start off by really, really knowing one another, you know, it'll make that that part a lot easier. I mean, we, I mean, I can honestly say in, I mean, probably in 10 weeks now, we haven't had one argument in 10 weeks. That's amazing. Not, and we're 24-7 in, 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 in one another's company. That's amazing. And... So, but it's to be tuned in, you know, whenever, I mean, so often I'm absent-minded and I mean, she'll walk in and, and say something and I don't, I yeah, but I don't. So, yeah. I don't. <laughs> so easily ignite a, a, a spark, a, a spark an argument. Yeah. But I think because we know one another, we respect one another, it does it, you know, and it's, 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 it's so great. It's so great. I mean, it is so, so often people, you know, the, I mean, men joke and say, well, I have to go home now and I actually don't want to and you know and and then there's lots of husband wife jokes the greatest place for me is a, is to be home with my wife you know and and I, and awesome. I try, you know it's to me the the most amazing thing is to take her with you know and and, <laughs> and to make her part of my life it's not I mean she doesn't enjoy the movies it's not her thing it's too uh, what's the word um, it's too superficial <laughs> so she's not uh, you know, like, I mean, she will rather speak to the person that is not a celebrity than the celebrity person, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, to her, that is more real. Okay, she's also, I mean, she's she's a good uh, judge of character, so. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, to take her with me, to make her part of my world, that is the biggest joy in my life, and vice versa, you know, when she, you know, I'm not as good as she is, again, you know, when she uh, she wrote a book, you know, her biggest thing was, what do I think? You know, and uh, <laughs> you know. so uh, yeah, it's it's getting to know one another, and then obviously, I mean, our children is a big catalyst, and we we always we also know that the children we cannot allow the children to be the glue that's keeping our marriage together. Amen. So good.
Wow. Two have already left. So they will leave. So when they leave, we must still that that same strong be mm. there, be as strong. We you know we can't then say, well, we've got nothing in common anymore. We must make sure we have something in common all the time. That's you know? so good. Wow. Yeah. So thank you for that. Uh, we've got a question from Jenny. Uh, she she says, uh, how soon after Kobus got married did the twins arrive? <laughs> five years five years and uh oh, we had an amazing five-year honeymoon where we really really i mean we saw this country we did a lot of camping and hikes gary was never a hiker and that's again she she hated hiking you know like <laughs> yeah i mean she fell in love with it after the first time we did it and i sort of forced her but she <laughs> I will go and do it. And she was and open to the idea. That's that's amazing. She was open to the idea, yeah. you know. The, yeah, and we had amazing friends. And, you know, when you're so young, you must, and I tell my children as well, now before you have children, live life. Yeah. You know, when you have children, it changes. Absolutely. Never have that opportunity to be un, 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 uh, unattached. And, and how long are you guys married now? 30, this year is, 31 years. Wow. That's amazing. That that deserves an applause. Thank you so much. That's well done. That will do as this dogger. That's amazing. Sure. Oh. Um, so the other thing that I that I really uh, valued in conversations we've had is how you explained how you purposefully created moments for your children. And then specifically the uh, like uh, a rite of passage moment for each of them, and then how looking back the, for you and for them, it's it's been such a pivotal moment. Yeah. Um, so I would love for you to to share with us what you guys did and um, what the fruit of that has yeah. been. And and I'm telling you the fruit. I mean, I, I want to write a book about that one day. So you should. You know, I think Christians have. We, you know, we throw, we throw the baby, what is he, Baba, many Yeah. You know, in a lot of the Jewish customs and, 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 and valuable stuff that God gave them, mm. you know, one of that being the Bar Mitzvah. Mm. So Bar Mitzvah, I mean, obviously the Jews have their traditions on the, in the way they do it and all of that. We don't have to, to do it like that, you know. We, we started off by having sort of a, uh, Shabbat on a Friday night, you know, sort of like not similar and it's not, you know, it's not to sort of like copy them and say, okay, we will get some favor from God by doing it. nothing to do with that, but just to create a moment where you really sit around the dining room table and uh, be thoughtful of one another. I mean, and, and, and by saying that is where you give every child the opportunity to speak his mind, to pray for him. And I mean, since from a very, very young age, we would pray for our children, for their for their spouses, for their finances, mm. for their uh, for their careers. So good, you know, like from a very very young. I mean, they were sort of like from from that I can remember. You know, as as a family, we've been doing that. Um, we've neglected it over the last couple of years, but I mean, the children are also bigger now, and uh, the they, foundations were laid. Yeah, they are, yeah, and they hopefully are are doing their own. Um, and then the second thing that, that I that that I believe that we've done right is to at the age of thirteen sort of do a, 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 a bar mitzvah for them. 
Now they call it, they don't call it in, in a Messianic Jews don't call it a bar mitzvah, they call it a barbaraka or a barbaraka for, you know, boy and a girl. So, and all it is, it's just to acknowledge, um, you know, what, you know, or, or give a child the opportunity to say, I am now taking control of my life. I've now taken the foundations or, or the foundations that and mom and dad that you've built. I now acknowledge that these foundations have given me what I need mm. to, to take my, my first step into adulthood. So, so the Jews, what, what they do is, is basically almost bigger than a wedding. You know, they spend a lot of money. It's a, it's, I mean, the, the fit, the domestic. I mean, it's a big function, you know. And yeah. Everybody that ever had an input in those children's lives are invited, and their friends are invited, and you know. And then it's a. So what we did, um, we 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 for the twins, we had the function. We had the function together. So it's basically to hand to to to, to release the child the, from from childhood into adulthood. Mm. So we little bit ritual where we said, okay, beforehand it was obviously everybody came dressed. It's a big thing. I mean, we sent out invites and then um, each each of the children had to sort of like, they, you know, stood on the side and we divided the crowd into two, the men one side, the women one side, and then the mother as sort of the nurturer will send the child into, into the world. So the child would physically... Uh, walk from the from the, uh, the the woman across the the hall. There's I mean like two three meters. We would put sort of a rope in the middle. Mm. So we step over the rope, the 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 rope or the the, the lint, maybe the very lint or whatever. <laughs> ribbon, yeah, a ribbon, and then you know go to the go to the uh, the men, and then. The, 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 the woman will first bless the child and say, you know, and acknowledge that, you know, that it was their purpose to, 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 to nurture the child and to lay foundation and to send him out in the world and bless him. Okay, and then, and then they will be welcomed into adulthood and then the child will give a, a speech where he sort of explains what God means to him, how he sees his role as Christian and, mm. and, you know, so he, he will he, they actually give a speech. And then the one thing that I underestimated, they, the Jews had a ritual, which we also did. We physically put the child on a, a chair and we lifted the chair up in the air. Mm. And, uh, and I then said, that is my geliefde kind and wie wel Sure. All three of my children say that was the biggest moment in their lives. Yeah, you know? that's beautiful. So, and and I that call it ritual, I mean, people, because some people are sort of like, no, that's, that's sound, to them sounds a bit weird. But I think what we've done there in the spirit, none of our children have has ever sort of gone into funny things and, you know, you know, liquor and drugs and this and that. And I mean, they were, we never had teenager problems. Mm. You know, my oldest children are both married to the most amazing people serving the Lord. So good. You know, the, 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 the houses they come from are healthy Christian homes, you know. Mm. And it's something that, I mean, it, I always feel judgmental by saying it, what if it does, doesn't happen to you? It, 
I just thank God for His grace. Yes. It happened to God, to, to our children, the way I really, really wanted to, to happen for my children. When my daughter got married last year on the farm where we were in lockdown now, at the age of 13, I put a ring on her, on her finger as sort of a token of her purity. Sure. And because, uh, you know, the Bible says if, if, a, if a man comes and steals from your daughter, he actually steals from you as the father. Yeah without the blessing of the Father. Sure. So the idea of that ring was to say, this is a token of your purity, and there's also a token that until, you know, I've given you over to the, to a man, you belong to me. So on her wedding day, I obviously then took off the, um, the ring off her finger, and, and, and my son-in-law beforehand asked me, can I please give the ring to him because he wants to keep it and put it on his daughter's finger one wow, day. Wow, that's so special, sure. That was so special. And, it, and then mm. but what, what, what's amazing, I mean, I did it. It was no big deal. I took the ring off. I gave it to him and, you know, and I blessed him. I really, at the, at the reception, I blessed their sex life. And I, I really sort of like, I mean, he, they have my blessing. I want the <laughs> best sex life ever. Awesome. Now, um, she doesn't belong to me anymore. She belongs to you. You yeah. head of the home, and it's a new home. And but she comes with a foundation. And uh, and but what happens? One of the guys that that uh, led the worship in you know at the at the wedding, he saw that, and I never met him because there were so many people. And then one day I read on Facebook, somebody actually forwarded to me. This guy said he was at the wedding at this wedding. Where this father took this ring, a ring off the the, the 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 bride's finger, and and that made such a big impression on him, and it will it, it will stay with him for the rest of his life. So what I'm saying, never underestimate the actions that you do, you know, you know, with God behind it. Sure, I love that. It's so good, and I I know that when when you talk about these things, there are people that can go, oh, that's legalism or that's ritual or whatever. And, and I, I'm also aware, very aware of when things can become, you know, man-made rules that, that you just do for the sake of doing them. But when I hear you speak and, and I see the fruit, then I, go, I, have, to, I have to go, wow, the, 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 there's, an, there's something about the way that it's done. And if you you know, what you said to your son, you, you're my son who I love and, and uh, you're my beloved son. Like the same way God said that about Jesus when he was baptized, that what that does is it speaks identity and it's, it's lays a foundation. And I mean, you could have sat around a table and said it to him and it would have had an impact, obviously. But the fact that there was, you know, a celebration coupled with it. That, publicly announced. Yes. Yeah, and that... Yeah. That people that love them were a part of it, and that yeah. bef you know even before that you had the foundation of um, having each Friday night blessing them, praying with them. That's it's all such a beautiful picture, and I, I'm excited to to do the same with with my three boys and and now my daughter. Uh, it's it's inspiring me, and I think that's that's such a beautiful way. And and what I like about it is that you. What I'm hearing is that you guys purposefully encouraged relationship with your children from a young age and cultivated it and, and it built into this beautiful thing. I mean, guys, if you, if you see them with their kids, it's, it's just amazing. The, the reason I ask them, listen, what did you do is because I look at the fruits 
of their kids. And I'm like, I want my kids to be like that. And people so often negatively speak about, oh, teeners, you know, in the teenage years, they're going to be horrible or wait, just wait till they're teenagers. And they're, they're speaking death and negativity over that period. It doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. that's probably one of the biggest truths that I took from our conversations is that, you know, we, we, can, we can think the way the world does or we, we can think the way God thinks and align with what He wants. And that's, that's been such a blessing to me. And, and I, I just want to honor you and thank you for that and, and the wisdom that you guys bring. Uh, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that about you. And the thing is to make time, you know, to make time, like from a young age and even now with them being adults, you know, we, what we do is we make times, we, we set apart weekends where you all either go away, you know, together and spend time with no, you don't invite any other people, you just, you as a family with, you know, with obviously your, your, your son and daughter-in-law because they're now part of the family yeah. and you really speak into one another's lives and you acknowledge one another and, and, you know, and, and to cultivate and build that relationship because uh, there's nothing, nothing that can replace it. Sure. That's so good. Wow. Kubis, I really appreciate you. Um, and I, yeah, you're awesome. I, I want to, I want to, um, just as a, as a quick ad break, uh, ask you guys to please support the, the, the film that, that's out right now. Grikwastat. Go, go and watch it. It's on box office. Is there any other platform they can watch it on? office and if you don't have DSTV you can just go to the box office website and, and you know you don't have to be a subscriber to watch it oh great okay that's good to know thank you um, and then as we end off I'd, I'd love for you to uh, for those listening and, and tuning in to just pray for the marriages and the children and the families and just bless bless them and then I will end off with a prayer as well right Thank you, Lord, that you have given us our marriages and that there is no worldly way in which we can conduct our marriages. Thank you, Lord, that I can ask you today to bless every marriage of everyone listening mm. to, the, to this talk, Lord, that you will really sort of give us an understanding of what you had in mind when you invented ma marriages, Father, yes. that you will make each of the spouses now listening so aware of one another and your will for that marriage, Lord. And Lord, that you will use that knowledge and that wisdom to impart in our children, Lord, to really know that the, the children are, are the product of that marriage, Father, and that we can't neglect uh, the way we we, we we impart our knowledge and, and the way we love them and we mm. they're precious to them, Lord. Lord, I bless every child of each of these couples here today, Lord, that you will really not allow any child not to fulfill the full purpose that you had in mind when that, when that child was born, Father. Lord, it's such a privilege to live and to... And to and to see our children fulfilling their dreams and 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 be become that blueprint that you had in mm. mind. Jesus was crucified, and when Jesus was born, and 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 for each of us, you had a, a blueprint of exactly what you had in mind, Lord. Yes, Lord and, I, and I really pray and speak that each of our children will become exactly that blueprint without any deviation. Sure, Amen. That in Jesus' name, Amen. Awesome. Lord, I thank you for Kubis, Gadi, their awesome children, and 
and their family that's that's growing. <laughs> I thank you that you bless them, strengthen them, and guide them. Lord, I also bless for his his businesses that even in this time where it seems like things are difficult, and uh, I thank you for the the grace that you've given him, the ideas, the wisdom. But I also thank you, Lord, that you will bless their businesses and that they will grow from strength to strength and glory to glory, and even do better than they could ever have imagined uh, when when this uh, lockdown starts to lift and things start to come back to some kind of uh, normal that that there will be so much fruit and so much blessing upon it and that they can even employ more people help more people and uh, and reach more people with that what they do I thank you Lord that you continue to give him wisdom and uh, and I thank you that this word these this wisdom will will go far and wide and bless many people and I, I my my heart is Lord that more of us as South African married couples and and homes will will heed this advice and and, and live according to your will for our marriages and our children. I thank you that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Kovis, yo, ek waardeer jou. Jy is amazing. Mag jy a wonderlijke naweke and send our love and appreciation to your wife and kids. And good luck with Griekwastad and all the other projects that you are busy with. May it all be blessed. Thank you so much for your time today. Keep well, thank you. All right. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today and for being with us. Uh, what a privilege to chat to Quibus. Uh, tomorrow we, tomorrow and the rest of the week, we have some amazing people. Tomorrow I've got a, this awesome couple uh, that are going to phone in from, from Raleigh, North Carolina. They are Kirk and Kelly Metty, friends of ours that live in the States. They've got an amazing, amazing story of marriage, family, and they've, we've learned so much from them that I want to teach, I want them to teach you as well the things, the, 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 the nuggets, the gold nuggets of, of wisdom that they've shared with us to impart that with you as well. So please join us again tomorrow at 1. And you can check on the Facebook page for the other guests that are coming the rest of the week. But we will be here 1 p.m. 1 p.m. <clears throat> each day on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Thank you so much for your support. Please share this. Please get more people to join us on these chats and, uh, and let us know what you think. Thank you for everyone who logged on and all your comments. I appreciate it. I see them. I read them. And, uh, and we are so thankful for you. You're awesome. Remember to go watch Griekwastad and other local films. And uh, when the lockdown is done and you can go to the cinema again, Please make sure you support them in those opening weekends. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.